Hello there, nerds, and welcome to Go To There, a 30 Rock podcast, a weekly chronological journey through 30 Rock, looking at the jokes, the references, the highs, the lows, and all of the blurgs that come with one of the best shows of the 21st century. As always, I'm your host, Curtis Stone, and joining me is... David Amick. And welcome to episode 39, season 3, episode 3, the one with the cast of Nightcore. Get it? Yeah. No, I get it. It's a pretty good reference, though. Um, and something that I feel like we should have been doing from the start, but I'm going to start with this episode and try to remember to do it every episode going forward. But this episode aired originally on November 13th, 2008, and I think that could help for the listeners maybe settle into a mindset, maybe where they were when this episode November 13, 2008. That would have been right after the election. See, there we go. So now your mind, your, your mind is in, a, in, a, in, a, in the past, and then maybe you're thinking of different things. So... David, if you would, please give us a quick summary slash synopsis of The One with the Cast of Night Court. Jenna and Liz's old roommate Claire is in town from Chicago, who becomes infatuated with Jack, and hijinks ensue. Yeah. Also, they've changed the page uniforms, and Kenneth is very upset. So to cheer him up, Tracy has enlisted the cast of Night Court... Some of the cast of Night Court. Some of the cast of Night Court to... Film the wedding finale that never was because yep. it was canceled after the ratings nosedived in yep. his ninth season. Basically, Tracy Jordan uses his power to allow Kenneth's fan fiction to become a reality. Yay, money. That's and, what money can do. And that's it, actually. Those are the yep. only two plots of the episode. Yep. Very tight episode. Very uh, uh, Most of it takes place in 30 Rock. There's very little that takes place outside of, uh, th- I'd say, 90% inside 30 Rock, 10% elsewhere. Um, very funny episode, almost kind of meta in terms of like them making fun of like uh, licensing rights, um, like unions, and uh, the meta game of of a, a a show being canceled and sort of like the inner workings of why it may have gotten canceled in terms of, like jumping the shark or Jenna did it. Jenna <laughs> Jenna was a result. Things like that. It's kind of it's kind of a fun look, and and then like Tracy using the 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 rights of him being playing the main character or playing a character in the movie rights to to leverage getting Kenneth's uniform back like Jennifer Aniston gives the most comedic performance I've ever seen given yeah. I haven't seen Friends which I realize was a comedy but I don't think she was as I think from clips I've seen exactly like I, I don't think she was like this is a very bonkers like full yeah, out no, this comedic is, character yeah, no, I think I said it last last episode but this is the, the craziest and the wackiest I've seen Jennifer Aniston do uh, any other thoughts we have on uh, the one with oh I guess we should talk about the name of the episode yes um so even you've never seen Friends, but you got that the reference. I know that every title, episode is called it, the one with the one with or the the one with a yeah. or one with the or it that every episode has something like that. Um, so I thought that was definitely fun. And, and there's there's another sort of fun line uh, where Kenneth says, "What all of America wants the reunion of friends." Small pause of night court something like that. It's just like oh, because around this time there was the whole. You know, when is a friends reunion? And I don't think a friends reunion still has happened at this point. So, no, um, I, I think people have guested on each other's shows and things like yeah. that. Well, I mean, at this point, Thirty Rock is starting to like they did with the View, where they have all the people on, but on random different episodes, yeah. they're doing that slowly with Friends too. Apparently. Well, this is the only two Friends, that yeah. Have, uh, which is weird because Lisa Kudrow would have been perfect for Thirty Rock. Hmm, it's such a yeah, shame. You're right. She would have never got her been a perfect guest star. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, any other thoughts? Yes, one, okay. one one thing I noticed was interesting is the episode starts and Claire 
is introduced as Jenna and Liz's old roommate, but really it's only Liz that ever interacts with her. Like the Jenna kind of disappears after the very beginning, disappears into the night court storyline, doesn't mm-hmm. really play into the other one, which is interesting because you know that they sh- they show how Claire's like kind of this like fatal attraction type thing, and it's like Jenna's personality is so over the top. Like it seems like they would have clashed when they were living together mm-hmm. in Chicago and that there would be like some conflict between them that they could have drawn out somehow from having like not necessarily the, the same personality but similar enough like where they're they, you know they both are looking for attention a certain way and yeah. I feel like that there could have been I don't know the, there could have been some jokes there that they didn't yeah, really ever do I mean and, and it's the first and last time we hear of them having another roommate and I'm now that, have we got to the episode where I don't think we have yet but there's one where it's a flashback scene where uh, Liz is Liz and Jenna are in, are in the apartment and Jenna's just like bawling and she's like if you make me clean the dishes and I'm like I'm already in character but if you make me clean the dishes I'm gonna kill myself just like being <laughs> no, I don't think we've seen that we one yet. Seen so like this is the first and only reference we have of them having a third roommate so uh, yeah and Jenna never interacts with her again and the way they're setting up at the end where like Claire's like you were you single white femaled me it makes it seem like it was just Liz and Claire that lived together and Jenna was never it's it's kind yeah. of it's pulling apart scenes that don't need to be pulled apart but at the same time it's just like yeah, yeah. you're right like they it just seems like there, there could have been Jenna something they mined there for from that relationship that would have been that could have been funny but yeah, I mean alas. I feel like Claire I mean, her, and Jenna are like yeah. perfect like they they would have gotten along perfectly just because they're kind of the same character not like Jenna's not sex starved or sex crazed but I mean they're both like overly over the top dramatics and Liz is like the very down to earth no fun having kind of person so it seems like Jenna and Claire would have got along very well but even if they had I don't know it, it seems like because they're it's the similarities it would have made for some clash at some point I, I don't know it just it seems That's like true. you know I mean obviously well Jen, Jenna storyline was like really funny in the night court plot anyway mm-hmm. but it's just you know and, and you know maybe that's why you know we, we don't know what was written and cut and it could have been it started out that way and then right. they realized oh she's not doing much here let's move her into the night court yeah. thing and that ended up being funnier than whatever they were working yeah. on but you know yeah. anyway no, that's all I was thinking no so. I think this is a very very funny tight just greatly like <laughs> it's very it's very last minute that the two stories sort of even come together because it's really like in the last third in the third act where jenna's like can you believe they're putting on a night court reunion on your stage tonight and liz is like what and then she has to go like figure it all out so they she could have been completely in the dark if jenna hadn't yeah objected to not being cast in it or whatever but uh objected i see what you did there <laughs> night court anyway uh i guess we will hop into it and uh our opening uh our cold open basically sets the scene for what will be the two plots that we have of this episode. We have Ken uh, in his new page uniform, and then Jizz, Jizz, oh my god. <laughs> then Liz and Jen, I'm just going to refer to them as one person now. <laughs> that, that's their coupleship name, <laughs> yeah, <yeah>. Jizz. <laughs> it's better than Lena. Um, actually, I don't think it is. And then we cut, and uh, Liz and Jenna are going to meet Claire, and then we also get Jack in on the uh, reunion, I guess, of friends. Miss Lennon! It's me, Kenneth Parcell, the page. He probably didn't recognize me in this new page uniform. I recognize you, Kenneth. The old uniforms were timeless, practical, sexy, but um, this, this is an outrage. You need to make them go back to the old uniform. Well, I don't have that kind of authority. Then what do you do? 
<laughs> so the main difference is that this suit is a little grayer and lighter, right? Because that's all that I can... I'm trying to... I'm, every I, time I think about this episode, I'm like, what's the difference between their... I think the, the, the older suits were kind of darker. Yeah. But that's, that's about looser, the only... Maybe. This yeah. one, it does look a little yeah. bit of a lighter gray. Yeah. And, Which I realize is part of the joke, is that it's a suit and they're not super different, but that's the, that seems to be the only difference. They're a little yeah. bit grayer and lighter. But he has been ones. wearing it since 1900. <laughs> I just got a call from security. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Why would I steal a file from personnel? What? Uh, no, uh, Claire is in the lobby. Claire Harper from Chicago? Yep, fun, crazy Claire. Oh man, do you remember that night we all danced in that open fire hydrant? <laughs> yeah, her roof parties. Karaoke and boys town. The all night scavenger hunt. Do you remember when we crashed that Polish wedding? <laughs> yeah, she's exhausting. Oh, I know, she's gonna make us buy more of her homemade jewelry. Birds always attack me when I wear it. I am not letting her drag me out to some club tonight. I am too old for that. Up or down, ladies? Neither. We're waiting for our old roommate. She's like a human macarena, something everyone did at parties in 1996. Meow. You're right. That was harsh. No, no. Meow. She owns the largest alternative energy company in Asia. So as part of our green initiative, we're doing a reality show about her quest to find a boyfriend. Wow. Green initiative. Yay. It's, it's still it's, hanging it's on the that, background. Yeah. Um, also, that I like the meow joke, but it's so clunky. Yeah, it's a little. It's so clunky because why is he? If she's there, just behind them, and he's here, why is he standing there? Like it's just it's so clunky. It's funny. It's, it's simple, funny, yeah. but yeah. it's just like it's so clunky. Uh, but I, I like this also because Kenneth comes back in for like one last bit, and I can't quite understand when they're all cheering. Is he still upset about the page uniform, or is he upset that he's not part of the? Celebration, because it looks like he's about to cry. It literally looks like he's like near tears. I mean, he's very upset about the page uniforms. So I'm guessing so. that I don't. It's funny because it's like they focus on it, but not too long, and it never comes back into play. But it's like my my takeaway from it is he's upset he can't participate in the celebration, but he's also sad about the page uniform. I really don't know, but it's such a funny scene. It's so goofy. Ah, here comes Claire. I'm already tired. <sighs> Welcome to New York. Let's see. Uh, we're using credit cards and cabs now. All the galleries have moved to Chelsea, and we're off cupcakes and we're back to donuts. Would you excuse me for a moment? Mm. Mm. <laughs> so, girls, what are we doing tonight? You know, the baggage handler told me about the storage unit party that's on the Lower East Side. Starts about midnight, sponsored by Mirt Vodka and I think some drug dealer of some kind. But the only rule is that we all have to DJ. I mean, it's going to be so much fun! <laughs> uh, nope, I couldn't do it. No, thank you. It's not for me. Come back from the cold open and now Tracy gets in on Kenneth's problem. What's wrong, Ken? You got wife eyes. I'm just sad, sir. I've worn this old jacket since 19... And now they've just thrown it away. Is there nothing sacred? Have we lost our moral center? just makes me want to pee on someone. And I appreciate that, sir. But rules are rules. I'm just going to have to live with it. I hate to see you like this, Kim doll. It's like an hour without a graduation cap. Heartbreaking. Another <laughs> quick and subtle reference to Kenneth being who knows how old. Perhaps he's been around forever. It's either the first one that we have of them setting that or the first one in a while. I think it's the first one in a while, but I, I, I think 
they're, I, yeah. feel like, I feel like they were in little hints. Like, I feel like someone on the writing team rediscovered that they hinted that Kenneth is potentially immortal or has been living a very long time and like let's bring this back into it. but it's such a subtle it's such a good joke of under your breath it's so good so what can i buy you to make you happy the things i want don't have a price tag sir well money can't buy a, a sunset or or a child's smile or, or a satisfying finale to the hit nbc television series night court court at night i'm already laughing tell me more well Night Court was supposed to end with a wedding between Christine and Harry, but the show didn't get a tenth season, so that great love story was left untold. So you never got closure with those beloved characters? I guess we should talk about Night Court, although I don't think Night we're Court. going to talk too much. A show I've never seen or really don't know anything about outside of it being in 30 Rock. Um, the most I know is, uh, I mean, it was definitely one of those shows that, like, um, when I was first tuning into like Nick at Night, that it was one of the, the mm-hmm. rotations, and I remember watching it, but I could not tell you anything about it because it was just so long ago. I feel like it was a show my parents probably watched. Yeah, it originally ran in the mid '80s, and yeah. then it ended in I think '92. Yeah, it was '84 to '92. Yeah, um, so well before my time of understanding what TV really was. Yeah, uh, I don't have much. It was court. At, At night, night yeah. I'm already laughing. And as far as I can tell, it's not streaming anywhere outside of Amazon Prime and I, I like iTunes thing like that. But it's yeah, for heard, purchase. Um, yeah, it's all purchase. It's not uh, legitimately streaming anywhere. Um, so I well, I did notice they say Warner Brothers later. So the Warner Brothers streaming service is HBO Max, right? Mm, or Warner Media? Yeah. So yeah. maybe it'll pop at HBO Max at some maybe, point. If there's a demand for it? I don't know. I just don't have much of a demand for Night Court. Yeah. Although, like, reading about it, it sounds like a goofy sitcom that, like, Golden Girls and things of that, even Cheers, where it's just, like, you know, sort of a one-set location for the most part, and it's just, here's the wacky antics of this situation, which, I don't know, for the 80s, there's generally some pretty like Cheers I think still kind of holds up for the most part um, and uh, even Golden Girls like things at that time still hold up so. I need to watch Mary Tyler Moore show you should watch Mary Tyler Moore show that show is great uh, one of the saddest finales I've ever seen Aww. and uh, happy sad but sad it was a sad ending oh. anyway <laughs> uh, we come back and um, we learn that Claire and Jack have already become very friendly They've hopped aboard the F. And Liz is super excited because Variety gave him a shout out. Yeah, the best kind. Hey, did you see our shout out in Variety? They called us a comedy show. I mean, I ran into your friend Claire on the elevator. She is very pretty. No, 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 no. She's nuts when it comes to guys. We had a name for her back in Chicago. It's too rude to uh, say out loud. Crazy buddy? No. Oh. Yeah. She's psycho. She is fatal attraction. She is staunchly in favor of Cocoa Puffs. Do not sleep with her. Well, I wish you had told me that an hour ago. What? Oh, hey, Liz. Jack was just giving me directions uh, to the F train. So are we still on for tonight? Because it is going to be epic. I can't. I volunteer at a thing with kids and old people. Bring them. See ya. 
What were you thinking? Some woman you've known for 10 seconds in the elevator? I don't see what the problem is. This is objectively awesome. You don't understand. For her, sex is not something that you have to do after the 12th date. She uses it to suck men in and bleed them dry. Back in Chicago, I saw her take powerful men down. Didn't matter if it was Scotty Pippen or the drummer for the Bodines or someone else's boyfriend who ran a small but prestigious clowning academy. Whose boyfriend? Uh-huh, I get it. The fun, pretty girl who got the guys. Some of them yours? No. Listen to me. She's not fun. She's just crazy. Like, grab a cop's gun crazy. Lemon, having known Claire for a very enjoyable 20 minutes, and you for what feels like infinity, I'm gonna go with Claire on this one. I do like how it's become a running joke that one of his walls is just a bathroom and people mm. are coming in and out of it all the time. Like, yeah. his mother, Kathy Geis, now yeah. Claire. Claire, yeah, yeah. So, you really didn't know what crazy putty meant. Yes, I do. No. Crazy pussy. Oh, no. I don't know if you can say that. <laughs> this is a T-rated show. That's true. You should probably cut that out. It's explicit. <laughs> no, we've said worse. Uh, we get two. We'll get another one in the end, but that's the first setup of a Chekhov's time. gun, you might say. Yeah, and then then we'll we'll point out the second setup uh, as we get closer to it. We're a little further away from it. And now we get to meet some of the cast of Night Court. You ready for your big surprise? Yes, sir. Gosh, last time I was blindfolded was when I had to play the piano at that weird masquerade party. Ta-da! Some of the cast of Night Court! That's right, Kay. And they're here for you. This is the sick kid you were telling us about? Oh, bless your heart. Do you like race cars? I do. Oh, thank you, Mr. Jordan. This is the greatest day of my life. Uh, first, I find that quarter this morning. Um, I lost a quarter earlier. So we have Marky Post, Charles Robinson, and Harry Anderson. Harry Anderson, R.I.P. John Larroquette couldn't make it. Couldn't make it. He wanted to, but his schedule didn't allow it. Um, yeah. No, uh, the most I know of any of those is Harry Anderson just because he had like a small uh, recurring gag on Cheers where he would just come in and somehow get either free money or free beer from the patrons. He was just, he, he was very good at sleight of hand and magic, so he would just take advantage of them. And it was, it was good fun. Cheers is a pretty good show. Pretty good show for 11 years of, of, of content and being a mid to early 90s or mid 80s to early 90s show, I think it's. You know what else is about to finish after its 11th season? Modern Family. I know. Can you believe that show has been on for almost 11 years? Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. I wish it was like streaming somewhere that I had access to. Is it not on Hulu? Well, I guess the I most recent season. They did the Hulu, most recent, but, but they don't yeah. do anything beyond That's interesting. that, which is very weird. Cause Maybe it'll, it'll be on. Is it, it's ABC, right? Is it at ABC Studios? I'm not sure. Am I, I, that's really weird. You'd think it would be on Hulu. Because a lot of the ABC comedies are on Hulu, yeah. but... It might be a different. It might be a different studio. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I'm sure once it's. It'll pop up. Yeah. I mean, now that everyone's doing a streaming service, I feel like yeah. it's bound to pop up at something. Yeah. Especially now that it's finishing its run. Yeah. Because like Big Bang Theory, they just announced it's going to. What is it? HBO, HBO Max. Yeah, they get in the HBO yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. I'd like to watch Modern Family. I think I've only seen the. F- first season and some of the second season. I mean, honestly, like the first couple, like I, I stopped after. 
I'm not sure how many I watched, but I want to say somewhere between three and five. And then it's just kind of like... Seasons or episodes? Seasons, yeah. Yeah, no, the first season is definitely what I'm reading the best. The second carry on for long enough, but like then it just was diminishing returns. Yeah. Obviously still popular enough to last 11 years, but... It seemed like it was one of those shows where it's just like everything sort of resets at the end of the season and then the storylines sort of just repeat themselves. Like Glee. Glee was a show where... I feel like that fell off harder and very, faster, though. Very, very, very fast. But yeah. it was just like, oh, there's a new season. We'll just repeat the same stories but with different characters. And it's yeah. just like, eh. But I do, my funniest memory I have of Modern Family, because this is now the Modern Family podcast, <laughs> is when, uh, so, um, oh my God, I can't think of any of the characters' names, but the two gay dads. Uh, Mitchell and Mitchell, Cam. Yes. Uh, so they just now have their baby, and it's like the first time that they've went out, and they're... Uh, they're coming back from shopping and they put their so she's uh, Lily I remember the baby's name Lily they have her but they put her into the car first so they can put everything else away but the door locks behind them before they can um, put everything else in but the keys are inside with the baby and so they're freaking out and they're panicking and so they're calling like AAA or some service like that and it cuts and then Cam is running um, with a a trash can in the background he's like ah <laughs> and like uh, Mitchell is on the phone with AAA, and he's like screaming, and they're hearing Cam scream in the background. And then Mitchell sees him with the trash can. He's like, "What are you doing? You smash that into the window. It's gonna be glass all over the baby. What are you doing?" And the lady on the phone is like, "You need to tell your wife to calm down." <laughs> and he's like, "Wife? That's a man." She's like, "Oh, really?" And it's so goofy. It's but it's like Cam just running in the background with a giant trash can screaming. Ah, it's always really funny. I should rewatch that scene because it's funny. But we finally get, and this is a, that was a quick turn for Jack to realize how crazy putty Claire really was. But there's a benefit for Meow to raise money for raising money um, that was just as successful as their last benefit that was against their uh, rehab center. It was a cocktail hour for their, their to raise money for the rehab center, which there's irony there. Um, but Jack realizes how crazy Claire is as she crashes the party, uninvited, sings Happy Birthday. Does a Marilyn Monroe. Does a, a pretty good Marilyn Monroe. Um, and so Jack turns to Liz for help to stop Crazy Putty. You were right about Claire. She crashed me house party. Uh-huh. Did she do Sexy Birthday or a mannequin who comes to life? Sexy Birthday, thank God. This is bad. I need your help. We were having sex at the palace. She told me she loved me. You did it again? Well, it was quicker than the meat locker. That's okay, right? What is wrong with you men? You're like junkies. Why can't you just say no? Lemon, let me explain something that you could have no way of knowing. Emotionally unstable women are fantastic in the sack. I mean, their self-loathing translates into... Never mind. I've got to get out of this. What do other guys do? Well, one guy died. Scotty Pippen requested a trade to Houston. Houston's too humid. What about this died thing? Where is she now? Chained to the radiator in her hotel room. It was her idea. She's an amazing woman, Lemon. Okay, I need to keep you two separated. I can't believe I'm going to say this. I will go clubbing with Claire. I will attempt a hairdo. I will wear high heels. Claire's wearing high heels right now. Go home, Junkie. I'm cutting off your supply. She's leaving Thursday. Do you think you can make it through one night? Just gotta hack it. Just gotta hack it. My boy Ken has written a masterpiece. And trust me, I use that word a lot. I just want to thank y'all for making this dream come true for me. Finally giving America what it wants. 
a reunion of friends from Night Court and the wedding of Harry and Christine. Before we begin, I would just like to say how special it is to be with you all again, my very special family. I just wish the brilliant John LaRiquette could be here as well. Yeah, you know, he really did want to come, but uh, he couldn't work the schedule out. You and John still talk? We stay in touch, yeah. Did you mention me? You came up, Marky. You always come up, Marky. Well, of course I come up at your little boys club. You know, you always thought that you were better than me because you were nominated for Emmys. Well, I would have been nominated too, but I was just too hot to be taken seriously. Well, that wouldn't be a problem now, would it? Uh-huh. Court is adjourned. Yes, so from what I could tell, John Larroquette won several Emmys for that show. Harry Anderson was nominated a few times, and a couple other actresses on there were nominated, but no other wins. And no, none for Marky. Oh, poor Marky. Again, can't speak to the quality of Night Court. I'm sure it's a fine show. Sure deserved its Emmy wins and Emmy nominations. Uh, well, just, there were only three channels back then, so... That's true. Yeah. It was very, very hard to discover it. <laughs> uh. But a very meta joke there about John Larroquette. Like yeah. you get the feeling that was that was he, him being on Thirty Rock, let alone the uh, Night Court. Yeah, I feel like post Night Court, I know he's done other things, but the two things I know him from was Richie Rich. He was the bad guy in Richie Rich, and in an episode of Parks and Rec, that's um, the guy that. Uh, um, Leslie Nope's mom had dated for a little while. It was like her first her first relationship, and so she reunites them and then realizes there was a reason they broke up in the first place. That's the only two things I know about John Larroquette from aside from Night Court. But again, I'm sure he has a very uh, prevalent career uh, and and a lot of stuff that he's done. But he just wasn't my generation. You mean you never saw the John Larroquette show? I do not do not remember that. I believe that exists. Yeah, so apparently it was post-Night Court, and they originally were aiming for some sort of spinoff, but decided not to do a direct spinoff, and it was a different character, but uh, it didn't do very well. They were and, on name, name Well, according name. to Wikipedia, it didn't last too long, but it's become sort of a cult hmm. thing. So, hmm. good for John Larroquette. Good job, John Larroquette. I mean, he's probably got enough off residuals that he doesn't really need too much anyway, but... Yeah, it looks like he's in a lot of just, like, guest star roles and procedurals and law shows and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and just random movies here and there in theater, so... But that was his, yeah, obviously his big time in the spotlight. Yeah. And there's another good bit here. Uh, we're not going to play it just for most of it's sort of visual, and it's a timing thing, but, again, making fun of... Of just how sitcoms are structured and when the act is going to end there's always usually if it's a comedy show there's going to you end on a joke to, to lead them into the commercials and you come back from it but there Tracy's like you know if this were an episode of Night Court there would be a joke right now and then it's just like 10 seconds of awkward waiting for a joke to happen and it's really well done so Claire's selling her hats in the writer's room. She's given up on her jewelry, I guess. I guess uh, she's making... Well, she admitted she's making hats now when right. she got off the elevator. Um, and uh, Liz is desperate to keep her from Jack. So she is going to sacrifice her body to try and get Claire to a club. And thankfully, Serena's there. I think Ceri you mean a Clizub. Clizub, sorry. Well, yep. And uh, Ceri has just the, just the spot for them. 
So, what's the haps? What are we doing tonight? Hitting a clizzub with Jenna? You know, I'd love to, but I kind of have tentative plans. Oh, what, with Jack? Come on, he's like the first guy you met here. Roll with us tonight and you will meet someone even hotter. Really? Guaranteed. Like, I was at this club last week called Chili's, and I met this smoking guy. He was just raw. Tell me everything. I'm going to. Mm. He was wearing this shirt, mm -hmm. and I could totally see his nips. Oh. And he was very muscular. Really? Did you go home with him? Yes, to his loft, where he gave me the business. So let's go dancing in high heels. God. Okay, okay, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna blow off Jack. Where should we go? Uh, you guys should go to Aquarium. It's this new nightclub, and all the women are in a glass room in the center of the dance floor, and all the guys just watch and feed them. That sounds so hot. Yes, thank you, Sari. That's very helpful. Thank you, so helpful. So I thought there was gonna be a visual joke where like Liz was like just added chilies and there was some random guy smoking a cigarette outside mm -hmm. or something. So mm -hmm. I was surprised when that didn't happen. It seemed, I mean, maybe too on the nose, but it just seems like a. a I feel like I, my my visualization is she's like so they have like chilies to go like she's walking out of chilies with her chilies to go bag, and the guy is just like standing out there smoking yeah. and he is wearing a tight shirt and you can see his nips but she's more offended about the smoke being blasted in her face yeah. or something like that and uh, I could I, I was hoping for a cutaway but we never got one but maybe they couldn't clear the uh, the chilies it was maybe John Larroquette <laughs> they couldn't get to the chilies in, in Times Square to to film so. Yeah. You just have to use your imagination, guys. Uh, so they come back. Uh, Claire has got on the F train with Jack once again. Uh, she blew Liz and Jenna off. And we come back to the 30 Rock studio, and Kenneth is is putting on his fan fiction of the Night Court finale uh, as we're just about to turn to page two. Now, when we left off, Christine was stuck in the elevator, Mac had two dates on the same night, and Harry just discovered he was adopted. So, let's turn to page two. Well, well, well. A night court reunion. Funny how I wasn't invited. Or had you forgotten about my three-episode arc as public defender Sparky Monroe? No, we remember, Jenna. You were the werewolf lawyer. I can prove my client is innocent. If only it were in a full moon. You made us jump the shark. You're the reason we didn't have a tenth season. I had just bought my second home when they brought that idiot werewolf lawyer in. Uh, that idiot werewolf paid for my hand reduction surgery, okay? Kenneth, I can't believe you're such a Night Court fan and didn't know I played the were-lawyer. I knew. Very well. I can take a hint. But you haven't seen the last of Sparky Monroe! I like that page one of his story is all of these cliched storylines already. Just the trapped in an elevator, which is a one episode arc. <laughs> the two dates uh, on the same night is a one episode arc. And learning that your adoption or that you were adopted is like a season finale that you come back the next season to learn about. It's just like, it just shows Kenneth is too busy. He knows too much about the TV world. And he wants to cram it all in there. Yeah, he's got it's his only chance. It's only one episode. He's got to do it all. He's got to go big or go home. <laughs> and it is not the last we'll see of Sparky Monroe. No, she, she her threats come come true. But finally, there's a, there's a confrontation between Claire. Yeah, I think that was wrong. Claire, Liz, and Jack. Oh, 
What a surprise. What are you two chatting about? Actually, Claire, we were talking about you, and Jack has something that he'd like to tell you. Oh. I do. I'd like to suck that ring right off your toe. He's gonna hack it. Oh, please stop. Don't make that angry Muppet face at him. I know what you were trying to do last night. You were trying to keep me away from Jack. And you almost fooled me. But then I remembered something. You don't like to have fun. And now your little plan is backfiring. And Jack is seeing the manipulative you. The single white female thing that you have with me. I don't have a single white female thing with you. Honey, you moved into my building. You wore chokers because I wore chokers. I like a choker. Yes. You dated that clown, Joel Suchecki. First. I dated him first, Claire, and he was not that clown. He was the head clowning instructor. Mm. So this exchange reminded me of the episode where Liz and Jenna have slightly different memories of Liz thought she was supporting Jenna at all her at her stage plays, and Jenna remembers that Liz was very reluctant to be there. Yeah. So it kind of it made me think of that as like, well, you know what? We only have Liz's perspective. Like mm-hmm. maybe the truth is again somewhere, you know, in the middle. And she was, you know, because there was this yeah. beautiful, you know, outgoing woman. Like she tried to imitate her and be more right. fun, you know. Which sounds like something Liz would absolutely do. But I still don't know who I end up believing by the end of this because Liz isn't wrong at all about Claire. She is like a do-it-yourself person. Like she always has something she's trying to sell. She doesn't seem to have like a regular job. She is always like kind of grifting or getting by. She is sex crazed or sex starved. So it's like I want to believe Liz isn't wrong about saying like she still she stole men from her or uh, things. But also I kind of like Claire wouldn't just bring up the single white female thing without any re- real reason not to so i would absolutely buy that liz yeah tried to copy well her it's, i guess it's not i mean they don't have to work in contrast because liz said <laughs> fatal attraction mm-hmm. about her and That's then true. she says single white female so it's like they're both different 80s or whatever 90s or 90s sorry yeah. 90s like thriller female whatever centric thriller references so I guess they, they really could both be true where Liz saw it at Liz saw her as right as fatal attraction mm-hmm. and and Claire saw her as the yeah. yeah yeah I guess, yeah I guess they're both in the right I mean Liz well, more so as far as we can tell with that without seeing yeah, flashbacks without or seeing actual flashbacks, events yeah yeah we got no reason to disbelieve Claire in this but yeah I don't know interesting. I'm not doing this. I'm only here because Jack is my friend and he asked me to be here as support. Yes, right. That is what I'm saying. We all want what's best for Jack, right? So why don't we just get this three-way on? No. No. Right? I mean, that's a bad idea. Right? All right. Well, I tried to be the adult. And if only one of us gets to have him, I'm afraid it's going to be me. Jack, you want it out of this. Break the cycle. You have a choice. You can choose Claire or me. Claire. Uh, I would like Claire. Fine. I am done helping you. And when you hit rock bottom, which you will, I am not going to bail you out. I'm deleting you from my phone. Password? Holding a cop's gun and bailing you out. Look for those as we come back. Also, I like that Claire was able to figure it out. She's like, Liz, he doesn't like to have fun. Yeah, that was that was the one thing that, that, that pulled it all. <laughs> her personality just gets her in the end again. Oh, poor Liz. She tries so hard. But Jenna lets Liz in on what's happening on stage, and we get the wrap-up to the Night Court storyline, which I think is probably the funniest bit from this episode. Um, just the, the group cheering and the group hugging and all of that. It's so much fun. Hey, Tracy and Kenneth won't put me in the night court finale they're shooting on stage tonight. What? 
I know. I'm the wear lawyer. Oh. Objection? Here we go again. Tell me about it. The last time I saw either of you, there was a problem with the page uniforms. A problem that persists, Liz Lemon. Hey, are you with Network? Uh, how about if Heroes had this new character and his superpower was like close-up magic? What? No, a uh, oh, big fan, by the way. You are breaking union rules, our insurance doesn't cover any of this, and you are potentially infringing on Warner Brothers' intellectual property. Shut this down. I want a different answer. Where's Jack Donaghy? No, there's no more Jack. He's dead to us. Break this down. Everybody out. Sorry. Can I say something? Absolutely not. The only crime any of us oh. is guilty of is caring for one another. Mr. Jordan, who tried to cheer me up. These wonderful actors who tried to make a young man's dream come true. If there is a law against friendship, then lock me up. But if there isn't, then the show must go onward. What? Ken, you did it! You changed her mind! No, no, he didn't. Stop group hugging. Who does that? No, I think that that whole scene is so funny. Just again, an, another sitcom trope of someone gives a speech that 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 wraps everything up, and like Liz isn't at all fooled by it but tracy's like you did it you changed her mind <laughs> so funny and she's like no 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 and they're all like hugging and so and it's just like oh my god but i guess they still did it anyway like she didn't shut them down because there's still the final scene of them filming something so it maybe she just gave up maybe she's just couldn't take it anymore <laughs> um all right we get the final claire scene um she realizes that she always needed Liz to be there to be the, um, I guess, outlier or the the outside force that was stopping her f- from making everything seem like it was almost uh, bad. So, she, I don't know. She just doesn't have the same joy she has now that they're allowed to be together. There's no drama anymore. There's no drama. So, so it's lost point? the excitement. Yeah, the excitement is dead thanks to Liz. Isn't this great? We're together. We're aligned to get into a club. I have my glow stick. Uh-huh. Yeah. And there's no more Liz trying to keep us apart. No more drama. No more sneaking around, recording our intimate moments and leaving them for Liz on her voicemail. What? You know what? I really, I don't think I even know what this is anymore. I mean, are we boring? Are we some sexless couple that just sits in silence at a fish place on like a Sunday night at five o'clock? Because if we are, I will kill myself. What? No, we're exciting. We're having fun. Yeah? You really want to have fun, Jack? Yes, let's do something wild. You like it when I get naughty, Jack? Yeah. Where the hell did Crazy buddy. Hey, guy in the really cool, cool hat. Like she didn't just grab it once. No. Well, they haven't seen any, and they're in a long line, so he she probably just grabbed it at some point before yeah. they. Uh, she's she's started. been waiting for that yeah. moment, which is like Jesus, that's crazy. But I like how at the end she just like does a little laugh, like, oh, this is yeah. all some light fun. And then just how probably what a like, silly I'm gonna, situation. I'm going to find someone else and start the whole cycle over again. It's goofy. It's fun. But we finally have a wrap on Night Court. It's 
been quite a night. They're gonna do that. They're gonna do it themselves. Why would we ruin the jokes? Well, it's been quite a night. And it's been quite a court. Chip. So, by the power vested in me by the state of New York, I hereby pronounce us Mr. and Mrs. Judge Harry T. Stone. And I may now kiss the bride. Uh-oh. It's almost a full moon. Yeah. And as my first official act as a newly married judge, I hereby declare the new page uniforms at NBC illegal. I added that. I went upstairs and I told them, if you don't bring back the old uniforms, I refuse to play the role of Mac in Universal's upcoming Night Court movie. What's that now? Thank you, Mr. Jordan. <laughs> Are you okay? Uh, thank you very much. Lemon, <sighs> we all night court is not at all like the TV show. Do you remember that TV show? I do. And the hookers are not funny. There's a lot more sickly homeless people and terrified college students. Um, thank you for bailing me out. Claire threw my wallet down a storm drain. Lemon, uh. I'm sorry. I... I'm just glad you're okay. Oh, thank you for answering your phone. Well, I don't know how to decline a call. <laughs> Claire used to punch me in the face. <sighs> no, Lemon, I'm done. I swear. Hey, try this on. That's a good look for you. <laughs> you like that? It's yours. Little, uh, Lewis Carroll here. <laughs> Night Court did have one of the best themes, though. That bass line is sick. I love it so yeah. much. I, I think with music playing the way they were walking out of the court, that's got to be a visual reference to how Night Court episodes ended. Maybe something. maybe the finale, again. Or, right, maybe. Have you ever yeah. seen it? Don't know. But yeah, it, it's 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 just too clear of a visual music. reference. The music, yeah. the music doesn't continue into the credits, so it's not the ending credits theme just going into the credits. So they're clearly playing that reference for some reason. Yeah, and like this before they like... Like there's a freeze at the end before it fades away, which I feel like you associate with older sitcoms, but yeah. not as much with more modern ones. Like, yeah. I feel like I don't know that like freeze before the cutaway is like something I don't. Know, I associate with yeah. you know '90s and earlier stuff. Yeah, yeah. you don't. Like, they I don't mean, really even do Kenneth does it. But maybe some still do. Maybe some multi frames or something still do. But I don't. I can't think of anything that. Uh, I want to say like always sunny. Maybe does mm. like freeze frames and stuff. Anything recently. Ah. Again, there could be some multicams on CBS that uh, I'm sure, do that. Yeah, I'm sure do that. But yeah, it, that was a very 80s, 90s sitcom trope of ending on a freeze frame. But then the sound is still going on, like laughter and stuff. Yeah. Seinfeld. I think Seinfeld is pretty prominent about that kind of stuff, too. Yeah. Anyway. So that's the one with the cast of Night Court. The cast of Night Court. Um, yeah, no, I... Still funny, like still. Even we just watched the episode before recording, and now while recording, like there's still tons of moments in here that are just so funny. Like uh, most of Ken's story is just fantastic. Like it's just it's hitting as someone who likes the behind the scenes of TV. Like all this, the the jabs and the the the, the jokes that they're making just are hitting 100. Um, seeing Jennifer Aniston play a character I hadn't really seen her play before was always really fun. And I still think it still holds up. She's a very over the top zany character compared to Rachel uh, friends so yeah I think it works better because of Jennifer Anderson's performance because like mm -hmm. the whole like oh she's a crazy woman that can be a little like 
cliche and hackneyed, but she manages like she's just so she's just like so throws herself into it that yeah. she's just so silly that it and makes plus it we learn like funny. Well, we're still maybe debating. Maybe she's not as crazy as we, I mean she's she's something. I mean she steals a policeman's gun, but she's doing that for excitement. But her history is still essentially only one-sided to us. We only know essentially Liz's story. Well, and we know that she's be willing to pull a cop's gun and plant it on someone else. Right, just for a quick rush of a, a yeah. adrenaline or whatever Which is pretty is. Which is bonkers. Zany. Like, I don't do that. I don't know why we would tell you not to do that, but maybe don't do things like that. But uh, any other final thoughts we have on the one with the cast of Night Court? Um, no, just that I think I mean it was a great episode. It was super fast paced and really funny. A lot of really good one liners. So <laughs> I think this is when I remember getting into its real like the creative peak from the th- third season yeah. into the fourth season is, is when I re- feel like I remember it being yeah, its no, best. I, so I we, think, we will we will see as we move along. Yeah, but, I think yeah, yeah. No, I, I absolutely agree. Like the, the next several bit of episodes we have are, I mean, we just come off Oprah. Now we have Jennifer Aniston. We have a wacky, almost cartoon like storyline here. And then next week we get Steve Martin playing Gavin Velour, which is another, you know, classic comedy actor sort of playing to the rafters of a, of a zany character. Um, so, yeah, I think there's there's a ton here that we're going to see uh, of season three because we've got High School Reunion is coming up. We get uh, Jack Mom coming up again. We get the introduction of... Oh, um, free, uh, uh, Selma Hayek. Frida, Selma, yeah, we get Selma Hayek coming in. <laughs> yeah, she played Frida. So we get her art coming up. We get a lot in this episode. Um, or in this season, rather. So we got a lot We got a lot to look forward to. Jackie Jorp Jop, that we still looking forward to Jackie Jorp Jop. So I'm super excited. Um, anything else before we start to wrap up? Good freeze frame. <laughs> Uh, as always, thank you for joining us on Go To There. If you like what we're doing, reviews and ratings and all that fun stuff are the best way to help us out. Apple Podcasts. Uh, our coffee is ko-fi.com backslash go to there. And I guess we will see you next week with episode 40, season 3, episode 4, Gavin Valor. David takes out. See you next time.